very interesting am I wrong today about breaking up with someone just because they're a bad gift giver. Also, people listening who have to work out in the cold all day, it really sucks for them this time of year. And how about some 3D printed meat? We had that in Maybe It's Just Me. We did covered a lot of ground today. Here it all is in the podcast. Small Town Salute. I want to say good morning to everybody listening in Marmoth, North Dakota, population 101. That's home to the Dakota fossil, one of the most well-preserved dinosaur fossils in the world with even some of the animal skin remaining. They believe it dates back 67 million years. That's a huge honor for a town that only covers 2.5 square miles, but that's why Marmoth, North Dakota, you get today's small town salute that was your small town salute with kelly jordan is bad gift giving a reason to break up with somebody that's what we have today and am i wrong as we are joined by katie on the phone right now katie what's going on why are you on am i wrong today hey guys well so i'm a gift giver and i love giving thoughtful amazing gifts at birthdays and holidays and all sorts of things but my significant other is horrible absolutely horrible at it to the point where I feel so undervalued and that he doesn't even care. He doesn't even listen to anything I say, knows nothing about me. It gives me the absolute worst gifts I've ever gotten in my life. Okay. Now my wife could tell this exact same tale, but I do try to put thought into her gifts. So give me some examples of, of what he's given you. That's just been a terrible gift. Well, Christmas this year, I bought him this beautiful watch um, it was a nice Apple Watch. I upgraded from the one that he had. Beautiful, beautiful watch and a couple other little things that he mentioned. Like um, he loves um, he loves a certain kind of chocolate. So I got him these these truffles that he I know he loves and little things like that. Mm-hmm. I got a grocery bag taped up with a pair of sweat shorts, like sweatpants that looked like they had been cut off into shorts. That's a property of Dylan. On the on the rear end of them. What? No, there's no way. There's no way someone can I be that swear bad. Swear to goodness, that's what I got for Christmas. How long have you guys been together? About five years. Oh, has he been this bad the whole time? Yes. Yes. Okay. One year he got. One year he got me a toilet brush cleaner. <laughs> This guy's, this guy's a legend. <laughs> he just goes into a gas station. He goes, I think she needs this. <laughs> yeah, that dude, that dude shops on the way to your house on Christmas. <laughs> all right. Um, I but- got jewelry from pawn shops, and he, he was all excited. I got I got this ring for like $20 at a pawn shop. I'm like, well, what's- it was a really pretty ring. You could have just said, I got you this beautiful ring because I love you. Wait, but now t- you cheapened it. He told, Yeah, he told you that he yeah. got it at a pawn shop? Yes. Oh, (laughs) Lord, have mercy. Now, what's kept you with him for five years? Because he can't – is he good at every single other thing except for this one thing? No. Then why have you been with him for five years? I'm I'm kind of putting this back on you. Why have you been with him for five years? It's just – I don't don't know. That's why I'm calling you because I'm at (laughs) – I'm done. I am so done. And I like, this is the final straw. Like this is like the booty shorts. My goodness. Like, <laughs> I do really. I do have a question though. Yeah. If you do break up, are you going to have ever have the urge of going back together? Cause you've lasted five years. Yeah. through This torment. Like, do you think you could actually break up and make sure it's broken up? I, yes, I, I think so. I, I mean, I'd like to say yes. Yes. Is is he like a nice guy or 
Yeah, he's just lazy. Okay, yeah, he sounds super lazy. I just get, so it's been this bad all five years, or is this a recent thing? Because yeah, if it's well, a recent thing, let me tell you, he's trying to get out of the relationship. He just doesn't have the courage to do it. Yeah, at the beginning, it's like, well, yeah, you know, like maybe he didn't read the cues, and maybe I was, I wasn't um, forward enough. You know, I say, well, I really want X, Y, and Z. I mean, I shouldn't have to circle it out of the catalog like it did when I was a kid. Mm. But you know, so I give him, you know, the first couple years I get, but. You know, we've been together for so long, and it's it's not like, I mean, we're intertwined in each other's lives. I know a ton of stuff about his likes and his preferences and the colors he likes and the food he likes. Even just something simple as making me a dinner of something that I like, Yeah, I would appreciate. Because I know, I, I know not everyone is very good at, at giving gifts. Right. But booty shorts? <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> legendary. Well, the reason... Like, Serious. The reason I ask is because I'm kind of a bad gift giver. Even though I put, like, this past Christmas, I got my wife WeatherTech floor mats for her car. I, I, I don't hate it. Now, no woman wants floor mats for her car, but it is, like, the first new car she's ever had. And I'm like, trust me, you will thank me when this thing still looks nice <laughs> in a year. That doesn't work with her. <laughs> it's the most dad gift of all time, though. It is. So responsible. <laughs> <laughs> well... Okay, so that's why I'm just kind of asking because I'm kind of a bad gift giver myself, but I don't mean to be. My heart is in the right place, but it doesn't even sound like he, there's any heart in these at all. No, like if he would buy me floor mats, he'd buy he'd buy the floor mats for like a a van or a big huge truck, <laughs> and I have a little tiny car. Like it's that. <laughs> like sure, you can buy me floor mats. That would be great. I, I, my formats are horrible. But you, he'd buy me the wrong ones because he wouldn't even know what car I drove. Okay. Now it's, it's now it's starting to make sense. Not a lot of heart in his gifts. No. Tons of booty, no. but no heart. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Katie, we're going to put you on hold, okay? And we'll take okay. calls and we'll take texts. You'll be able to hear it all. And we'll find out, is someone being – is there any other reason you want to break up with him? We should ask that. Because just being a bad <laughs> gift giver, and there might be some other stuff here. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, this is not the only thing. It is just like the icing on the cake, and it's okay. that lack of knowing who I am and caring yeah. even a little bit. That would make sense. All right, well, yeah. Katie, I'm going to put you on hold. You'll be able to hear all the calls, all the texts. We'll find out, are you wrong for wanting to break up with this guy because he gave you booty shorts for Christmas? Kelly Jordan. Is someone being a really bad gift giver a reason to end a relationship? What do you think? Um, no. You don't think that's a good enough reason? Nope. Have you ever had a partner who was a bad gift giver? But he gave me lottery tickets, and I was okay with that. <laughs> yeah, well, did you win a lot of money on the lottery tickets? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, but the chance was there, right? Right. Awesome. Thank you so much for the call. So that's a vote for no. Chris says, I have been married for 27 years, and my wife and I buy our own Christmas gifts, then wrap them up for each other. That's not a bad idea. I stress... And it's not my wife's fault. It's my fault for being a bad gift giver. But I get so stressed during the holidays because I just know that she's not going to like the gifts that I give her. And I'm trying my best to do the right thing. Uh, Heather texting us to get rid of him. She wasted five years with him. That's what I'm saying. It feels like there's maybe something more at work here because to put in five years to a relationship and now be like, no, he's a bad gift giver. I'm getting rid of him. Uh, Caroline says, okay, but does he know that she feels this way about the gifts? Like, did she open up the booty shorts and say, really? Is this a gag gift? And he justified it? Or was he like, ha ha, man, that was funny. 
That's a good question. Michelle says it sounds like they need to do the love languages test as hers is definitely gift giving and his is not. That is 100% true. My wife and I do not have the same. Me personally, my wife and I do not have the same love languages at all. Uh, Becky says time to move on, girl. He sounds completely disconnected. That's what I'm saying. Guys will do this kind of stuff when they're trying to get out of a relationship. And I'm sad to say that I know that. Uh, Chelsea says he has tried making him... Wait, has she tried making him a list? What do That's what I do for my husband. I, I wish that my wife would do that too, but I... I, and I'm sorry, I shouldn't be airing me and, all my, me and my wife's dirty laundry out here, but I, I'd like... I think that my wife thinks it's cheating if she has to tell me what to get. Like, she wants me to know her well enough to get it on my own. And I understand that. And it kind of sounds like that's where Katie's at, too. Dawn says, Kelly, I got WeatherTech mats for my birthday when I got a new car and I was overjoyed. Yeah, my wife wasn't too, none too happy about WeatherTech floor mats for Christmas. But, man, them things ain't cheap. Ryan says, I feel bad for the boyfriend. She sounds like a huge pain in the A. <laughs> I don't know about that, Ryan. This girl got booty shorts. And stuck around. Uh, let's see. Brittany texting in says his A would have been grass a long time ago. Okay, well, let's keep the calls. Let's keep the text coming. We're going to see if we can't help Katie out with this one. Is she wrong for wanting to dump her boyfriend because he's a bad gift giver? Hello. Hey, good morning. Good morning. If bad gifts were a reason to break up, my husband would have left me years ago. Oh, so you're the bad gift because, giver. Yes, I just, that is not something that I care about, it, it goes back to the whole love languages thing again. Right. He is the thoughtful gift giver. I figure, you know what, I put food on the table, I make the house payments, you know, I show him I care about him by taking care of him. Right. I really don't have time to shop. I, so, I, I, try these same, I try those same arguments with my wife. I'm like, I work constantly so that I can make house payments and car payments and electricity and phone and all of that. It's like buying gifts is hard for me. Yes, me too. But this it, one, it, though, this one is above and beyond. <laughs> well, yes. And I think they need to sit down and just have a, an honest conversation. There's, there's other issues in their relationship. Yeah, clearly. But, clearly there has to be. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for the call this morning. All right, let's keep them coming. 320-656-9453 is the phone number. Hello. When I was growing up, it was always the thought that counts, not what the gift is. Okay, well, we can analyze that a little bit. Do you think a lot of sh- a lot of thought went into booty shorts that said "Property of Dylan"? No, no, <laughs> probably not. He just probably wa- he just probably wanted her to wear them for him, and I don't know. Now, have you ever known someone who puts no thought into their gifts? Yeah. Okay. What was the worst gift you ever got? Well, for my birthday, I got rollerblades, and Christmas Day, I got the other foot of the rollerblade. You got one rollerblade each each gift. Yep, because my birthday is the 23rd, so I got one foot on 23rd, and I got the other foot on Christmas. <laughs> Damn! That is a bold move right there. Holy cow. Yep. <laughs> and then I left them too close to the then I left them too close to the heater, and they burned up. Oh, dang. Are you still with this guy? That was my mother. That was your mom? <laughs> I guess you can't break up with her, can you? Nope. 
Well, thank you so much for the phone call, and I'm very, very sorry about that traumatic experience. Pat texting in says, men may be bad shoppers, but I do believe that they could take a little time in the store or get her a gift card so she could go shop for herself. I wish that my wife would let me do that, but then that's always like, well, you're not putting any thought into it, and she's right. I mean, a gift card isn't a whole lot of thought. Chase says, if they're going to break up with someone over bad gifts, then she's half and half out of the relationship already. I kind of read that text correctly. I'm sorry. It's, it's really hard to read these texts while I'm on the air. Uh, Stacy said, she is not wrong in any way. Lindsay said, I was with a selfish jerk like that for over seven years. Uh, Lindsay is saying, run. He only cares about himself. I will say that. I mean, for gifts that bad. Uh, Brian from used to be in Grand Forks, now lives in Duluth, said there's not, he's not even trying. And then there's this guy. It's a whole new level. Even with bad gift givers, they at least put thought into it. Sucks to leave after five years, but effort in a relationship is a two-way street. That's 100%. I, that's the thing about me being a bad gift giver. I'm not trying to be a bad gift giver. I just happen to be a bad gift giver. Bridget says, I don't think it's the true reason. I think that it's the icing on the cake, but there are other reasons why she wants to move on. She's kind of hinted to that in her earlier call. Becca, we'll do this text, and then we'll give her her judgment here. Becca says, like you said, there has to be more than just one thing going on. No, I don't think being a bad gift giver is enough to end a relationship, especially if she's never told him how she feels. So I think we got enough here. I think we can go ahead and give a judgment. Let's get Katie back on the phone. All right, Katie, you heard all the calls, you heard all the texts, your judgment today, and am I wrong? People don't necessarily think you're wrong, but they think maybe you should have left a little while ago instead of putting up five years with this guy. Yeah, they're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, when is this going to go dead? So you're going to break up with him, right? Yeah, I just don't see you. We're not, this is it. Like, we're not yeah. going anywhere. So, yeah, it's got to be done. I could tell by the tone of your voice when we first started talking that you're just, you're out. You know, you know how you can tell she's done? Is because she's bringing it on the air and she knows that he's probably not listening because right. he doesn't even know what car she drives. Well, he doesn't even care if he's listening. <laughs> like, <laughs> he won't even recognize that it's him because he doesn't even know that he gave a gift. You're not going to believe this. This lady, Katie, is dating a guy named Dylan. I heard it on the radio. <laughs> Yeah, he sounds like he's not the most observant one in the bunch. But you know what, Katie? This is what Am I Wrong is built for, and hopefully you got a. Hopefully you feel like everyone's behind you now, at least in this decision. Yeah, I think so. Thanks, guys, for letting me air my dirty laundry. <laughs> With Kelly Jordan, we are inside the Golden Ring of Games, and we are playing Midwest Trivia. So we got to get somebody on the phone to play with us this morning. Three two zero six five six nine four five three. That is the number if you ever want to call into the show. Kayla's on the phone with us this morning. Kayla, what are you up to? Um, well, I just happened to be awake for a little bit, so I was like, oh, let's call him, so I think I'm up all morning. <laughs> so, you're not headed to work or anything like that? You're headed right back to sleep after this, is that what you're telling me? Oh, uh, no, I'm just laying in bed. I don't know if I'm going back to sleep. Oh, man, it, it's cold. I would stay in bed as long as possible if I were you. <laughs> Getting out of- I have my window open. It feels good. You got your window open? Yeah, I like the air. What, are you smoking? Why, why do you have your window open? Because I'm just—it's really warm in my room, and I like having my window open. Okay. But I closed it after a little bit, so I have—I just have it open a little bit now. Wow. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on from that, I—I I feel like there's so much more uh, questions than answers to that right there. But here we go. We got to move on with Midwest trivia. Are you ready? I uh, yeah, sure. Absolutely. All right. I'm gonna give you plus or minus five percent on this one. Okay. How much? Minus 5%. Okay. I'll give you. I'll give you. So I'll give you a ten percent variance on this. How much? Okay. You got five seconds to answer, so I know you're not googling. 
How much of the world's fresh water is contained in the Great Lakes? Oh, sh- I, I, oh fresh water. Um. Oh, that's your five seconds right there. Wait, five seconds. Oh, okay. Now I get it. Yeah. Okay. okay. 20% of the world's fresh water is contained in the Great Lakes. Oh, okay. 20. I didn't know that. Pretty amazing, right? Right. All right, Kayla. Well, I appreciate you playing this morning. Close up that window. We don't need you getting frostbite. All right. On the way next, have you ever heard of people finding an amazing find at Goodwill? Well, I got a story for you that's incredible because the woman needed the extra money that vortex. she got by buying something cheap at Goodwill. Like, it's an awesome story. It's on the way next. It's coming through. Our cold front is coming through. But now it's called a polar vortex. We're obviously in the coldest temperatures that we've had all year. And yesterday, early on in the show, I was talking to a guy named Corey who texted in the show every once in a while. And he was telling me that he works outside uh, cleaning and emptying porta potties in weather like this. And it was funny because I was listening back to the show podcast yesterday and I heard him and it just sent a chill up my spine. And here I am complaining because this studio that I'm in is a little bit cold, but I just can't imagine working outside in these temperatures, especially Corey's job, emptying porta emptying porta potties and cleaning them in this weather. So I just want to know, do you know someone who works outside in this cold? And if so, what do they do and how do they stay warm? Do you know someone i uh, me <laughs> i'm consistently outside all day long for 10 hours a day um and especially during these uh times right now it's nothing my, my entire beard was nothing but icicles oh man growing down to my chin like i swear i got stabbed a couple times just being outside and you know 15 feet up in the air sometimes did an aerial lift and stuff like that. it is brutal so what do you do that you're outside all the time well, I operate I operate machinery. Okay. And uh, like I said, I go up and I go up and down in aerial lifts and scissor lifts. Oof. I'm driving very cold leather seated uh, handlers and forklifts. Oh. Um, yeah, driving forklifts, no cab forklifts around the around everywhere. Oh my god! Because there's nothing to guard you from getting you know free from freezing. Yeah. So what do you do to try and stay warm then? You bundle up. You wear overalls, two sweatshirts, a coat, and uh, sweatpants underneath your over your work pants, underneath your overalls, and three pairs of socks, and you're still cold. Oh man, that sounds absolutely miserable. So, what's the worst thing that's ever happened to you out in the cold? My mustache froze like so. It went like you know from moisture and everything from breathing. I had a gator on too, and it was still freezing underneath my gator. Right. And uh, from like the drainage that naturally comes out of your nose. Yeah. And it was just going down onto my mustache, onto my beard. So my, it was just all frozen. Oh man, that sounds terrible too. I'm so I will never complain about this studio being cold again. Thank you for the call. All right. So you said that your husband has to work out in this cold. Well, my husband used to, but okay. he used to be a roofer. He did sheet metaling. Okay. And he was up on high elevation of roofs. So it was cold weather. Yeah. Um, the higher up you are, the colder it is. <laughs> and then he was dealing with sheet metal. Yeah. So that was even, you know, it wasn't like regular roofing tiles. It was sheet metal. It was cold metal. Oh, my gosh. So it, it was a pretty cold job for him. So did he have any tricks for trying to stay warm? Um, he put on his regular jeans. Right. And his, his, you know, socks and his work boots. He put on a couple socks or his really thick wool socks right like layer it up and then he put on his his work boots yeah and then he had a pair of carhartts that he would wear and then he had a carhartt coat that he would wear (laughs) and then he had a beanie hat that he would wear underneath his carhartt and then he had really thick gloves 
He's kind of short, so everybody called him Oompa Loompa in his. (laughs) 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 That's definitely what you don't need when you're sitting there freezing your butt off, people calling you an Oompa Loompa. Well, hey, thank you so much for the call this morning. I'm glad that your husband doesn't do that anymore and gets to stay inside. But, man, hats off to everybody who's outside working right now. I don't know how y'all do it. I just can't even imagine. Wait, Like, I wake up in the morning, and I'm like, oh, gosh, I got to go start my car. I just can't. Oh, can't imagine being outside all day. Good luck to you guys. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. I don't know, man. I'm not eating no 3D printed steak, but there's a factory in the Netherlands that prints 500 tons of steak a month. It's called the Redefined Meat Company, and they supply German restaurants with printed fillets. Approximately 110 German restaurants are already buying this quote-unquote meat from Redefined Meat. To begin, this is... Now, to me, I read this, and I was like, how the heck do you 3D print a steak? Like, what is this thing made out of? Well, so I'm going to read to you what it says. To 3D print a steak, scientists biopsy a batch sample of animal stem cells depending on the type of meat they want. So whether it's beef, pork, poultry, even fish they can do. These cells then go in in vitro vitro proliferation process, bathing in a nourishing, nutrient-dense serum within a climate-controlled bioreactor. Man, if there's like a a beef farmer listening right now, I don't even know if that's a thing, but you got to be just... Just beside yourself over this. Like, we're actually going through all this work to 3D print a steak when a cow has already perfected it and made a delicious one that's just waiting for us. Over the course of several weeks, these cells multiply, interact, and differentiate into the fat and muscle cells that make up bio-ink. Then, a robotic arm uses a nozzle to dispense a paste-like cultured meat filament and line layers atop of one each other, uh, one another. The arm follows the instructions of uploaded digital files using computer-aided design or CAD software in order to replicate the correct shape, structure, or of the intended meat. 3D printed meat material must be vicious yet firm enough. No, that must be viscous, not vicious. I, I don't got my glasses on right now. Must be viscous yet firm enough to reproduce a structural model complete with accurate tissue vascularization, depending on the type of meat cut that they want. That's just absolutely disgusting. What The good Lord gave us cows and chickens and pigs. We do not need to be messing with this. What kind of diseases is this going to go to? Debbie texting in say, I leave those 3D steaks to the vegetarian. I don't even think a vegetarian could eat this because it's made with stem cell. Now, could they? Because it's made with stem cells. I guess if maybe maybe if you didn't eat meat because of a, like a moral thing where you didn't want to see an animal die, maybe then you could eat this because they're just using stem cells. But I th- this is somewhat close to meat. Oh, that is just terrible. I, I'll stick with the cows for now, man, until they get that process a little bit better. That sounds absolutely horrible. And what kind of diseases are going to come out of this 3D printed meat? I don't get why we're doing this. I don't understand it at all. But, hey, maybe it's just me, right? Maybe you didn't find this fact interesting. Maybe you did. Maybe you're thinking, man, I'm going to go get me a real steak now for lunch because we cannot let the 3D printed steaks take over. doesn't matter how you felt about it. All that matters is I found it interesting, and sometimes I'm the only one. And it's okay. I don't mind looking at you and saying right to your face that (laughs) maybe it's just me. Kelly Jordan. 
Welcome to the bonus track. It's our very first break of the day. I start out by telling you that I'm a little embarrassed that my tree is still up, which I'm very embarrassed by, but I, people were texting in. Their tree is still up, too. And then uh, we talked with Jocelyn this morning to do birthdays. It's the first break of the day. We tack it on the end of the podcast as a bonus track. Kelly Jordan. And I will tell you that uh, it's a little embarrassing right now that my uh, Christmas tree is still up. And I thought... <laughs> I thought yesterday, my wife, who works in the school system, my kids had the day off. They All three of them had the day off. It's about 9 o'clock. I get a text from my wife. says, good morning, which I'm like, okay, everyone slept in. Cool. You know, you should on your day off. I sent her a message back. I said, hey, since you guys aren't going to be doing much today, since it's so ungodly cold outside, do you think? Just maybe, just maybe we could take the Christmas tree down. I'm starting to feel a little trashy with it still being up. Got a text back. Sure, yeah, me and the kids will get on it. I got home about noon. Tree still up. Lights are on as if Christmas is right around the corner. And I was like, hey, I, I got a mountain of podcast work to get done. I, I don't have time to, to help you guys take down the tree. Do you think you can take down the tree? She's like, sure, we'll get that done. We'll get it done today. We're going to run to the store first, though, because we got to get some. Okay, cool. When you get back, why don't you all jump on that tree and just go ahead and start taking it down? By the time they get back, my wife teaches a figure skating class on Monday night. So she's like, I don't have time to take it down. I got to get to figure skating class. So the tree is still up. Now, I have to work tonight. I, I don't know when this tree is going to come. We're going to be in February with our Christmas tree still up. And I was so embarrassed. We had some kind of like some new family friends that were making, I guess, over last Friday. And our tree was still up. And I thought, okay, let's let's take down some of the other decorations at least so that we, we look like we're just not the laziest people on the planet Earth still with our Christmas tree up. So we got some of the most of the other decorations down. And a lot of times I'll leave up like the little ceramic houses for a little while just because to me that's more winter than it is Christmas. But the tree has got to come down. I cannot believe that that thing is still up. Katie says uh, lights lit and all. So yours is still up too, Katie. Okay. Jill saying my tree is still up too. Okay. What? Well, maybe I'm not alone in this. I don't mind it, but I'm just embarrassed when guests come over. That's when it's like, ugh. We look like we're so lazy. And, and we, you know what? I'll, we are lazy. We're a lazy family sometimes. I work so much on this job, and then I have a side hustle working on podcasts. It's a lot of work. So on Mondays, like I was working till 8.30 at night last night. So I don't have time to take down the tree. I got to rely on my family, and I, they're letting me down at every turn here. But, hey, with Jill texting in that her tree is still up, uh, Jen, our tree is still up. Okay, maybe it's not that bad. Maybe I don't feel so bad. <laughs> but either way. Oh, Missy, my tree is still up. Stays up till Valentine's Day. Oh, wow. Wait, my tree stays up. Valentine's ornaments now. Easter eggs next. Then it's down. Oh, that's cool, though. I like that. Uh, let's see. Katie says, give yourself some space. We all are busy nowadays. Ain't that the truth? I, my mom, God bless her, used to... I, we, I grew up in a 700-square-foot house, so there was not a whole lot of room for a Christmas tree when it was up. Anna texting in, our tree is still up. <laughs> Spencer texting in, don't you work on 99.9, too? Yes, I do. I do the midday show on that radio station as well. I got a lot going on, guys. It's not easy to make a living in radio anymore. You got to have like seven or eight jobs if you want to do it. Uh, but no, my mom, God bless her, we grew up in a tiny house. She kept it very clean, though. And the day after New Year's, New Year's Day was always tree down, and she did it by herself. She didn't wait on anybody. She would be out there, cigarette hanging out of her mouth, beer on the top of the television, taking down the Christmas tree all on her own. Uh, let's see, Josh just took down our tree this morning. <laughs> Dang, you did it before work? Holy cow. All right, let's jump into some history. I hey. 
You know what? I appreciate everyone texting in that your tree is still up. Because I was really embarrassed this morning. I went downstairs to grab my jacket. And I was like, when is that thing finally going to come down? It was on this day all the way back in 1939. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman. The Superman comic strip debuted on this day back in 1939. And of course, that's like the coveted comic book, right? Like, I don't, but I know that people who have that first edition, that thing is worth a fortune. Uh, It was on this day in 1991. I remember this. Just two hours ago, Allied Air Forces began an attack on military targets in Iraq and Kuwait. These attacks continue as I speak. I remember that so vividly. Back in 1991, the White House announced that the start of Operation Desert Storm to drive Iraqi forces out of Kuwait had begun. That's so weird that that's just like just history that I was around for now. It's like when I try and tell my kids about 9-11. It's just weird. It'd be like my grandparents talking about, you know, World War II or my dad talking about Vietnam or any of those things. Uh, You know, it's like I was there when that when that happened. Crazy stuff. Talking about another time in history that was wild. In 2003. Start. Booster ignition and liftoff of Space Shuttle Columbia with a multitude of national and international space research experiments. The Space Shuttle Columbia blasted off, which would, would be his final mission. The craft broke up on its descent on February 1st of 2003. I remember that day so vividly because I was living in Texas at the time, but I came back up because my friend Matt was getting married. And I remember me and my girlfriend sitting in the bedroom at my parents' house frigid cold and she was a she was a born and raised texan she didn't know nothing about this kind of cold and i still remember watching the space shuttle columbia break up it's just such a just burned into my brain that memory it's wild how that happens all right we got to do some birthdays this morning and jocelyn was nice enough to help me out and call in this morning to help me out with birthdays and uh, if you want to do this i would love for your help 320-656-9453 is the phone number uh we can set up a time to do birthdays even we can do it when it's convenient for you but jocelyn is on the phone with with us right now. What are you up to this morning, Jocelyn? I just got back from work. Oh, you work the night shift? I sure do. Are Are you in the medical field? Uh, no, I am in the corrections field. Oh, overnight shift at the old at the old Hooskow. Yeah. Do you like doing that overnight? I, I do actually. Yeah. Okay. I, I would be so scared sitting in a in a jail all night long. Like, that would terrify me. Yeah, they're usually asleep, and it's after lockdown, so most of the doors are locked anyway. Okay. All right, Jocelyn. Well, let's get you done here so you can get on to bed. We're going to do some birthdays real quick, okay? All righty. All right. Celebrating a birthday, and I'm surprised I actually know who this guy is after the weekend. That's playoffs. You know, it's not going to be easy. It's good. You're going to be in tough games where you have to battle to the end, and, you know, obviously we just came out in the second half and weren't really able to, to, to put it together enough. Quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, Joe Flacco. It's his birthday today. Okay. I didn't know that he was this old. He must be getting ready to retire pretty soon. This old? Okay, that gives me a hint. Yeah, he's a little bit older. I want to say 42. Okay, 42. Uh, You want to stick with that one? Well, now you're making me nervous. Yeah, I'm going to go with 42. (laughs) 42. Little bit old. Joe Flacco turns the ripe old age of 39 today. I actually watched him play over the weekend. I actually watched some sporting contests over the weekend. It was amazing. So proud. (laughs) All right. Have you ever seen the movie Hamilton or the play Hamilton? I sure have. Oh, cool. Are you a fan? 
I absolutely am. Oh, that's I awesome. <laughs> One of the best soundtracks of all time, in my opinion. Yep. Well, <laughs> I loved rapping history. Heck it yeah, great. it's awesome. How they memorized all those words, I will never know. But celebrating a birthday today. It's the star of Hamilton, Lynn Manuel Miranda. It's his birthday today. Oh boy. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say he's. When he came out, it was 43. 43? You're close. Lynn Manuel Miranda turns 44 today. Really cool. Yeah, I know. Very good on that one. And that's really all I got you know, for you today. The the birthdays have been really lackluster. Like, here, let's do this one. Let's do a classic country one real quick. Are you ready for this one? Alrighty. Ronnie Millsap. It's his birthday today. It is. Yep. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good old Ronnie Millsap. I'm trying to think. He's got to be getting up there because I remember some of his older songs with my grandpa. Is he? 78? 78? He's actually older than that. Ronnie Millsap turns the ripe old age of 81 today. Oh, dang. (laughs) Well, Jocelyn, I appreciate you staying up and helping me out with birthdays today. You have a great rest of your day, okay? You too. With Kelly Jordan.